0: Welcome to the Label Podcast, a show about disability, illness, and difference. I'm Lucy And I'm Alice. I'm so
1: much more
0: what, what you see.
2: And we that's my live And this is who I meant to be. I'm just labeled me. I'm just.
1: Don't forget, in this episode, I might swear, Lucy might cry, and you can check out details of the trigger warnings on our website. Hi
0: gang, we just wanted to give you a quick trigger warning that this episode contains mention of death from dementia. Thanks for listening.
1: Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of The Label Podcast with me, Alice, and my friend Lucy, over there. Hello. Hello. Hi! Hi! It's uh, it's, it's uh, this is our first episode that we're recording in the new year. It, is, it feels a stretch to say that because we are well and truly into the new year now. Yeah, can we uh, say
0: Happy New Year yet, or is that now illegal?
1: I feel like it's it's past. I feel like we should perhaps not say that anymore. No, it feels I like think It's weirdly so. bad luck. <laughs> yeah. Like like mid March and Happy New Year. Um... <laughs> yeah, people just look at you weird. Like, where have you been? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how are you all right uh, yeah i'm okay my Good. sciatic is a bit on on my right leg today so my right leg feels a bit like like it's made of lead um, are you so walking a bit take... wonky like uh, yeah, yeah. I'm quite, it's quite stiff i'm gonna take dora for a long walk after we finish finished recording see if i can loosen myself up a bit yeah um but otherwise otherwise i am my usual Tired, slightly grumpy, a bit sweary, but generally alright self. Good, you? I'm glad to
0: I'm alright, yeah, I'm okay. I Good. if I sound tired it's because I am absolutely mentally and physically exhausted for many, many reasons they won't go into. Um so yes, if I start to sound like a craky frog, I do apologize. Because <laughs> I've realized that I start talking and all of a sudden my voice is look like this all the time and I'm like who's that? So I do apologise, and I also have just managed to get rid of some hiccups. So they may co- they may come back. we go- It's going very well, isn't it? I
1: was going to say, po- like <laughs> podcast engineers everywhere are just quitting. Just like, like, <laughs> yeah, I, oh, well, I will not- Bye. Adam is the only one who will put up with us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we've got a guest with us today who bless him has had to chase us up about three times to get booked in to come on the show because we have been so we've been really lucky because we've been absolutely like inundated with guest requests but then we have also in classic Alice and Lucy style had a thousand things to do and poor <laughs> Ashley just keeps get keeps falling off the side of the of the wagon um yes. But finally, Ashley is here with us, so I'm really looking forward to getting the chance to finally talk to Ashley. Ashley, welcome.
3: Welcome. Thank you very much.
1: Uh, it's really good to have you with us. Ashley, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Yeah, sure. Just want to say it's great to be here. Thank you very much. Last time I had two ladies on the screen, they asked my credit card details. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, don't judge. Uh, I am Ashley Stanis. I'm 27 years old old and I have autism and dyslexia and I am a former zookeeper and hopefully soon to be zoo owner.
1: Oh wow, wow. zookeeper. Yeah. That's fantastic. Oh what what sort of got you into into that kind
3: of work? Um it was the autism itself actually. Uh when I was well very little and growing up in the nineties, I imagine there's some other listeners, there wasn't as much what's the word emphasis on autism Mm -hmm. um i don't know if anyone's seen peter cady goes thick table
2: yeah Mm. yeah
3: that that was me we had tables you had the smart table thick table let's get him through and hope for the best yeah so Mm -hmm. also i did have i had friends but i didn't go out much because of my autism i you know didn't really go around the streets or anything so i just uh, my nan had a big david attenborough collection so just loved animals from there and locked onto it
1: Mm. Wow. fantastic yeah, my yeah. um my brother spent a year uh working at jersey zoo um because he did uh zoology and life sciences at uni and um it was it, i think it's it was a really incredible experience he did say that um he spent quite a lot of time cleaning up flamingo poo oh yeah 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 so. <laughs> <Glamour! laughs> yeah i was gonna say zookeeper sounds like a really cool job but i yeah. imagine there is a, just a lot of poop I was going you to say, that... like,
0: zookeeper is one of those jobs that you say when you want to be when you're four, when you've not really thought it through. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: you know what
3: yeah, I mean? You, you say it when it's four, and people are nice, and they don't <laughs> complain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just had a question. Was that Jersey, Channel Islands, or America?
1: Channel Islands.
3: Got it, yeah. That's all right, then. Awesome. I don't know who mm-hmm. runs it. Is right? it
1: the Daryl Centre it's called, I think?
3: No, um... Daryl isn't Daryl Centre um Ola Man? I forget. It's <laughs> going, going to be people screaming at me now. Going, yeah.
0: So, what yeah. would you say your favourite animal is then, Ashley?
3: Oh,
1: I bet you get asked that all the time. Yeah. I bet that I is like like the 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 equivalent of the like shitty disabled questions that we get. He gets the, <laughs> the shitty zoo zookeeper oh, questions. Don't <laughs> I get
3: that one? I hate that you've started on a tangent now just to cut back just want to say i hate that i don't know i went to oh where did i go some test or something um mm-hmm. see if i was disabled is it is it the pip thing yeah yeah
0: yeah, probably yeah. i don't know
3: um, what's it like to be all t- disabled to which i reply i don't know what it's like to be not disabled i don't yeah. know i've been yeah. saved my whole life
1: yeah yeah
3: you know you know you answer yeah. me that i'll tell you mine
1: yeah exactly exactly you know it's yeah. What, what's, what's it like to be blind? I don't know. What's it like to see? <laughs> yeah, exactly. probably, I mean, probably. We
2: haven't got, kind the, of the,
0: same, we haven't got the alternative kind of to compare and contrast, have we? Yeah.
3: yeah. Then yeah. you get the smart asses going, like, oh, you know, it's just making, well, just people think they're funny. And it's just mm. like,
2: uh, uh, uh,
3: uh, uh, it always reminds me of a time in school. I was a young girl. We had, no, we had a young boy. He was mute. And there was another lad who, I think he just had autism. And he said, how come I have to do work and he gets to paint? Well, obviously, that's the way the education worked because I was at a special school. They painted to teach him. And obviously, you know, if you were capable, you did the maths. To which I turned around and said, you want to be grateful. You have, you don't have what he's got. You have the ability to kind of less be judged, if that makes sense.
2: Mm. Yeah. You can get,
3: he, was, he was more able. So I said, you want to shut up and be grateful you're more able. And something else which I won't say on the podcast. <laughs> but uh yeah. One. I
1: think the original question was what's your favourite animal? Oh yeah, sorry.
3: <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Um, Fine. Oh snow leopard. Snow leopards.
0: Mm, That's yeah. a good
3: one. Just something. I don't know. Always liked them, yeah. Yeah. But, but every animal. Yeah. So do
0: you, do you, do you work? at a zoo now or what where no, where where are you now
3: where am i now uh i'm at home sorry <laughs> that's stupid oh my god i uh i'm not employed at the minute okay uh, my main objective is to try and as i said open this park but that's a bit of a, a tale of tales um yeah so i was a zookeeper and yeah. uh I did that for a year and then left of my own accord Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then tried all different sorts of jobs and nobody dabbed me so i thought i'm gonna put my money where my mouth is and i'll do it myself
1: yeah yeah well yeah definitely and is it um is it kind of the the big wild animal elements of it that that you're interested in i know the reason my brother's very interested in in zoology is a kind of a conservation um sort of angle.
3: Yeah, um, I'm a weird one because I, by conservation, I am conservation, but I also have some very, I have different views on how it should be done to the mainstream, if that makes sense. Okay. Because I had a very good teacher at uh, college and he he had some interesting, he said the normal way doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of this conservation just doesn't work and... um, yeah i I was always interested in like the the new techniques of conservation and it was always interesting but yeah you say about the big animals Mm. i just love animals the conservation was great and also another thing i found i loved people yeah Yeah. help teaching people seeing the little kids so uh you know wow that was cool we had a great day and Mm. i was head of the tours okay so the little kids come in and you know me. they were sleepy eyed it was 10 o'clock in the uh, 11 o'clock in the morning and then by the end of it can we stay can we stay
0: (laughs) that's the thing i i you know i think about pet therapy and things like that it's really beneficial isn't it people find it very
1: relaxing
0: and
3: yes
1: my some of my favorite childhood memories are absolutely being at the zoo yeah um,
0: and the animal man did you ever have the animal man come into school and he could no. like box Yeah, we we used to have that end of like the summer term, just before the summer holidays. We used to have what we, we called the animal man, and he used to bring like chinchillas and snakes and owls and stuff in, and he'd get them out and show you and stuff. And you could put we them
1: in. so we in our nursery, like mm. there was like a receptiony nursery bit, bit. in my primary school, yeah. and they had rabbits and guinea pigs, right? Um, and then I have a traumatic childhood memory of (laughs) my I must have been about six or seven of my teacher at the time bringing in her pet grass snake and we all had to sit on the carpet and she passed it around and it got to me and it slid over my hands and I did not like it no of course and and dropped it (laughs) and it slid away and we all had to vacate the classroom while the teacher found her pet grass snake (laughs) <laughs> well, you see when I was a kid in the 90s. Yeah, I was going to say it was the 90s. Yeah. I think I said on a previous episode animals and children did not have rights
0: then, so... <laughs> no. We well, back in like the 90s you could you could keep uh tadpoles in a, like a little in a, um, in a jar water jar thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I can remember going into school one day and the tadpoles were like they just got to the stage where they were growing frog legs. And uh, one of the teachers was stood on a chair trying to pin something to the wall and my friend (laughs) knocked over the bottle of tadpoles and these frogs were like jumping around all over the place. And I can just remember my teacher screaming her head off because she was like, if I get down off this chair, my feet are going to be coming in half
1: form frogs. yeah, I'm going to kill a bunch of frogs <laughs> that these children are supposed to be watching grow and nurture. <laughs> yeah, So, oh, I don't know what
0: happened, but we uh, I think they ended up we ended up like putting them back in the box. So, did you do things like that? Ashley? Did do you remember like Yeah.
3: Yeah, we had uh, uh, tadpoles and... tad in one corner and a bit of yeah. cress growing and cotton in the other.
1: Yeah. Yes. We had uh <laughs> cress growing on uh, on a bit of kitchen towel 100%. <laughs> we yeah. had stick
0: insects as well. Oh, really? That were just a bit boring, because it's just like a bunch of sticks, really. The frogs, the frogs' spawn was, was far more entertaining, oh, I yeah.
3: thought. Um, you just reminded me of two incidents at college you said about that snake again? done. Was, uh, the animal unit at college was next to the, the bathrooms. And we were walking down, just going to... I can't remember what I was going to do. I think we were doing a dog grooming course. And there was the world's loudest scream. <laughs> like, have you ever heard one of those screams that just goes through you like yeah yeah, yeah yeah, and uh we uh and somebody came running out of the bathroom a young lady and it was she was screaming and uh it turned out what happened was um this was september mm-hmm. in august the snakes had laid eggs so they didn't want to breed them so they took them out yeah but instead of binning them they put yeah. them back uh, under the heaters, so they naturally continue to incubate. They oh, had then yeah. gone up into the above the ghost toilet for oh. heat from the insulation, and one had obviously, like, kind of just like, hello. Oh, up, and, yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, that made me shudder. Oh, yeah, they had to pull horrible.
3: the entire wall out to just bring all these snakes back.
1: Oh, oh Jesus oh. Christ, a wall of snakes. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ
3: yeah ladies
0: and gentlemen we can confirm right here about now that alice
1: evans will not be entering i'm a celebrity anytime soon no <laughs> oh no i am um, i snakes are my thing like i yeah. can't i i can remember be we went on holiday to florida when i was about 10 or something mm. and uh we were at one of those places in florida where that they're even worse for animal kind of rights and cruelty and stuff and yeah there was a full-on child younger than me standing there with a boa constrictor around, wrapped around her shoulders, just having her photo taken, just like, "Oh, look at me, I'm a tourist and uh, And my dad was like, "Oh, see she's that little girl's not afraid to like even have the snake on her, and you won't even touch her and I legit remember being like eleven years old and turning around to my dad and going, yeah well she's uh, she's an idiot, and I don't know what she <laughs> She can <laughs> keep the snake."
0: I don't want to die. I my thing, my thing is my thing, my things is birds or anything that flaps. So I, you know, like butterfly enclosures, yeah. Yeah. Bat enclosures. I don't like butterflies. I know they won't harm you, but I don't like anything that flaps around my head, and I don't like birds because my friend Chris, who often listens to this podcast, I'm going to tell this story, Christopher, because it is mean. Um, (laughs) when we went to Prague on a college trip, there was a man feeding pigeons on the Charles Bridge with a French stick and these pigeons were going berserk and flapping around everywhere. I'm in a sleeping bag because it's cold, it's like minus 14 so I'm in this, I am in. can't use my arms, Chris is pushing me everywhere and he just pushed me towards these pigeons and left me there. There is video footage somewhere of me screaming <laughs> because I can't move backwards or forwards and I'm just stuck oh, with these Jesus pigeons Christ. flapping on. It's horrible. Hated it. So I've now got a phobia of birds and pigeons and anything that flaps because of my friend Chris. So thank you, Chris,
1: <laughs> for that trauma.
0: But yeah. I just...
1: I that's, that's us both out of I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. No. Don't. No. Don't like Do
3: you, it. I, I love birds. Do you? Yeah, I've got Avery's. There's after I spoke to you, lovely people. I've got to go and move some baby parrots from one cage to another.
1: Oh, baby parrots! Yeah, that I sounds
3: cute.
0: They still <laughs> flap yeah.
3: though. They still flap. They do. But <laughs> I think we'd all flap if some giant person came to you and went. That, well, that's
0: very true. And I also think that I get quite, I get quite frightened of animals that like make sudden movements and things because I can't run away to safety very quickly. <laughs> like I think I get. Frightens about the fact that you know they might sort of fly towards Attack. me or you know land mm. on my head or something i don't know it's just yeah i know what you mean things, really
3: yeah i i that's why one of the big ones i don't like is frogs because you can't tell a frog's gonna move no. every animal yeah. gives a signal yeah yeah but...
0: yeah it's um it's funny isn't it really but yeah i don't yeah. think we'll be on un- i'm a celebrity anytime soon
3: that's no, no, no. But no. I never no. It was um no, Zookeeper was awesome. I mean, um, as you said, once I uh I left college, mm. did four years there, had to kind of fight to stay in there, and then left and then got offered some work very kindly on a farm and worked really hard there mm. and uh then volunteered at the zoo and then finally got offered the job.
2: Fabulous. And, uh,
3: great, isn't it? Yeah, I, I first knew about the job through, um, one of my other gripes, uh, like a disabled support group. Right. A lady came out and said about this place. So anyway, started there, volunteered, worked hard and, uh, got the job and, um, started working and, uh, you learn very, very quickly. It's not what people think it is. Like there was a lot of people at college because I'd done farming for years before college and they think, oh, we could hug the bunny, but... <laughs> The bunny needs food. Bunny needs cleaning. Bunny yeah. needs a lot of care. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, by the end of it, and I still say this to now, if I see anyone who goes into animal care, if you don't have tears, blood, or poo on you, you haven't done a good day <laughs> of work. Yeah. Exactly. You haven't worked with animals. Yeah. Because something good. will upset you, poo on you. Yeah. Uh, and there's and there's always blood. Yeah. But no, um, no, it was an awesome job. I mean, it was just amazing like it's one of those jobs that you can't write stuff that happens right like, no i suppose every I day is
0: different isn't it i suppose yeah do
3: you see there's no have you ever watched that chester zoo documentary yes i
0: have yeah bits of yeah.
3: it i'm afraid that's it's not that's a bit like country file compared to jeremy clarkson's <laughs> farm yes it doesn't highlight the truth like right. um it's kind of like oh we had a baby bear now we've had this and, and it's all and the keepers are there like smiling like, hello and all happy it, it it's does, not got it on like yeah
1: no. So, so it's the not person got, in the background who's just knee deep in feces while an animal yeah. screams in their face yeah exactly yeah.
3: i'm gonna say this <laughs> allegedly i have been told by a keeper from chester allegedly that it's scripted okay <laughs> because okay. uh but they're told what to say but you have to say oh you can't use like not scientific words but certain words like oh it's a bit of a trial or because mm, you don't it's... see the stuff you, you it's we...
1: very um roast-tinted glasses
3: yeah yeah we don't offend anyone it's like yeah but that that's the good stuff you want people to see <laughs> the that that's the stuff you can't make up that, yeah. that's
1: like... the thing that i say about the um you know the david attenborough things is that it is the the things that you see when you watch you know blue planet stuff it's incredible so much of it is heartbreaking because that is the truth of nature it's just a natural
0: world isn't it yeah yeah
1: Yeah, it's brutal it's really brutal and we've we've become really lucky as an animal species to get to the point where that we have where actually a lot of that brutality doesn't exist for us anymore Mm -hmm. yeah but it is still the reality for so many species yeah that's
3: one of the big consolation things i see i know this is well you can edit it out i hope i don't offend anyone but it's the truth that's why i've got no friends (laughs) um all three all three of us wouldn't be here if we were still cavemen not to be offensive no i suppose Mm -hmm. because of our disabilities yeah not being rude nature would go you know
1: yeah i'd 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 have i'd have fallen in a hole and oh i would have
0: definitely fallen over and hurt myself and
1: (coughs) been lying yeah i mean i even i'd you know i've had accident i uh, i cracked my head open when I was five ish about five like i I walked into a skip that I didn't see I tore my um basically my scalp open you could you could see my skull, I'd have died a hundred years ago, like it's not just about cavemen like it's no, that's the modern here, world like... that we live in is very we're very fortunate and it's almost kind of sanitized yeah 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 i
3: don't um, think i
1: don't think it's an offensive thing to say i think it's a a very accurate thing to and say we have health and safety executives now oh, don't
0: we do you know what i mean <laughs> oh
3: yeah i love them <laughs> <laughs>
0: doesn't everybody but, yeah yeah
3: that's why so. we have warning nuts on peanut butter
0: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly
3: <laughs> but no um like same with me with autism i imagine like when i was younger and couldn't control it and i was screaming they go "Throw him off a cliff the lions will come yeah yeah um, you know yeah <laughs> and leave actual... leave him there you Leave know, him because it yeah. would
1: be it would be it would have been safer it's one of those it is one of those things you just think survival
3: of the fittest mm. i know that's an awful yeah um, it's
1: it's a hard phrase but i don't think i know, you know i've got to be
3: very careful how i say that on a podcast with people i so, I, I, I i love I you all it's... but it's just mm-hmm. yeah it's it's not necessarily
1: phrase is it it's uh it's one of those things that, if you look at the natural world, you know yes, absolutely, there are animals out there living with disabilities and surviving with disabilities, but yeah. they are the exceptions. The reasons that we have you know that that we have been able to survive is because of how far we have progressed in terms of our evolution, yeah um, and I suspect it would be a different story for each individual and each kind like different type of disability you know there are there are people who you know uh, much earlier on in our development as we kind of went from being you know living in trees to living in caves to actually farming and having you know community stable sort of not stable communities but uh you know geographically stable communities rather than nomadic lives different mm. disabilities will have been more easily supported as we have developed i don't yeah. i rather don't than, think it's...
0: rather than like the pack moving on from the weakest and saying we'll just leave mm. you behind you know mm. it's that kind just of for milk it's um yeah it's it's
3: i think it's also to do with civility that mm-hmm. um even if you are you know settled it's it's about the human of like we it's not good it's not civilized to yeah. Leave them behind to the no. wolves.
1: No, and and I think even you know again like I I read a lot of like Victorian literature and there are you know a somebody like Lucy probably would have survived a hundred and fifty years ago, be, but she would have been very isolated and kept in at home. I was going to say and, I'd be hidden away uh, from
0: society. I'd be a I'd be a dirty little secret, wouldn't I?
1: But I think perhaps not in not so badly as perhaps somebody with a learning disability or a neurodiversity who would have been shut in an institution you know we talked about bedlam and stuff before yeah Uh, when we did the Jane Eyre episode we Mm -hmm. talked about the difference between that kind of the the physical disability versus the the invisible disabilities physical disabilities were much more accepted I think than in in those times and I think that that's again it was it was much easier to dispose of a person whose you know disability impacts their behavior or their sort of that impacts them socially than perhaps somebody who's impacted in terms of their mobility
0: Mm. i wouldn't say like uh, possibly disposed of is a little bit so moved moved so that out of the way maybe a better phrase for it i think like a way out of out so they're not bothering anybody not causing anybody any issue let's just put them over there
1: i I would yeah it's it's hidden but i would also say that the 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 living situations of those people when they were hidden away yeah did mean that a lot of them died very very young and so it is it is just put them in the bin they'll uh we'll get rid they'll they'll disappear eventually
3: yeah victorians also i think it depends on your wealth
1: yes absolutely, Ooh, absolutely. If you had a lot of
3: money you could we'll send them away to so mm. and so's farm
2: in the get air. better.
3: yeah or we'll send them to the church because it was still back in yeah. a very you yeah. know this child yeah. has maybe a bit of the devil in him we'll send him to church and when he comes back he'll be better mm. uh, just different different times really Ooh. Yeah, yeah absolutely um, actually
1: i have to ask it's been it, it keeps sort of swimming up and i'm not sure whether it's um whether i'm hearing things or not is that a welsh accent i'm hearing
3: yeah sorry i thought you could say something in the background i was like no no no, <laughs> no.
1: whereabouts Where half, are you from
3: i am half uh yeah from wales sorry i was down in wales yesterday Family. <laughs> yeah half wales half shropshire border
1: okay, oh, okay. yeah yeah it's um my my dad is from south wales and whenever i see my welsh family i get a weird twang for a few days afterwards so do you
0: i've never heard
1: it yeah yeah it's because i haven't seen my welsh family for a long time (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah.
3: south's better than the north that's a bit divisive but
0: (laughs) i'm all right we're in the middle it's fine i'm well you know undecided
3: yeah the south is Yes. South brilliant. South Wales is brilliant. Anyone with depression, head to South Wales for a day. You'll come back cured. <laughs> brilliant medicine. But no, um, with the zookeepers, I said, cracked on it. Like some of the stuff you just like saying that you can't see is uh, a couple of instances I can remember. One was somebody dropped their iPhone into the otter enclosure.
2: Oh jeez.
3: Yeah, <laughs> trying to take photos, and then for some reason, they, either somebody knocked them or yeah, yeah. it dropped. And they're like mr keeper can you get the iphone yeah study four years for this one looking forward to it come on, <laughs> on and then you're trying to like fish it out but the otters are in there as well
2: yeah yeah
3: and they're like new toy
2: yeah
1: <laughs> oh so, yeah if i if i dropped my iphone in an otter enclosure i'd be like well there goes my iphone that's it enjoy facetime otters like, yeah. like is exactly. it possible
0: to, to visit a uh an apple store on the way home so i can buy <laughs> <Yeah>. one
3: <laughs> yeah that's not a bad idea but it was just like, <laughs> did your VPN protect you from an otter? Uh, <laughs> you, uh, uh, So you, so I'm trying to fish it out this because I've got to get a net. The otters are playing with it. They're like, no, my new toy. And then mm. this this hilarious scene ensued where, have you seen the little clip where, is it the Jungle Book where Mowgli's trying to get the honey in the newer one? And all the animals yeah. just arrive at the bottom by Baloo. Yeah. So yeah. Says, so I'm, I, I'm Baloo trying to get this <laughs> photo. And then we had a civet in the enclosure and a binturong. So they both come stand by next to me like, what's occurring? I'm, away. I'm just trying. I got this phone out and it was the best. So I pull this phone out. And no word of a lie, it had the Tinder app up. And I thought, what are you doing on Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> We've gone to the effort to make this lovely enclosure. The otters are out playing. And you're like, who's about S- here? Swiping. Yeah. What the heck? So, gave them their phone back, and I'm just like, what the... As,
0: yeah. Ashley, you said before that you listen to our podcast while you're on the farm. Is that right? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, what, yeah. Is, what is your job on the farm? Is that is that
1: sort of... Do you live on a farm? Is that yeah. what... Yeah.
3: No, no, no. Despite... No, no. I... um, <laughs> Family had a farm. I In between my uh, life at the minute, um, I do rat catching
2: okay oh, wow wow
0: which
3: yeah like with before. a with a dog no or
1: with an, an air rifle with an okay. air yeah.
3: ah have i touched a nerve
1: no no it's uh okay. it's just it's uh it doesn't sound fun for the rats <laughs> <laughs> i i yeah. understand i understand the necessity when you i when you're on a farm but it just doesn't sound like a lot of fun so are you a rat
3: I feel like it's the sort of thing that my husband... It's it's a job that's well be done. And when people have said to me about it, in a position for the rat, I think air rifle is one of the most humane because poison these days, if you get... um, Most of the poisons that are open to an amateur take a couple of days to work. Yeah. So So it's slow and painful
0: rather than... Yeah, mainly because I think
3: if... um, I think it's because it, 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 they're they're worried that if like somebody refuses to buy their girlfriend a new handbag, they think that a rat poison in the cupboard. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
3: yeah that's the main reason. Uh, Whereas... Certainly,
1: I think it would certainly be more humane than um, than dogs. Dogs, rat catching with dogs is
3: oh, that's over dog. pretty quick.
0: So how have, how long have you been a rat catcher then, Ashley?
3: Just doing it uh, casually, like on the farm for i've been shooting since 11 so oh a couple of years now okay it just go out and just to just like i use night vision so the rats don't even know i'm there so one minute it's it's instant if that makes sense to the rat it's dark nobody knows i'm there jobs over
0: do, uh, do you have your podcast do you have the podcast on like over a set of headphones because i would imagine <laughs> our voices would put they'd like the rats would run off and be like what the hell is that noise i'm off
3: no i just just have it like on a low volume and the side okay. of the car um... that's funny yeah.
1: um <laughs> it's just it, it i think it, i'm i'm just a bit of a soft city dweller um, <laughs> oh, No, no this. no it's
3: not because uh, everyone's entitled to opinion I try to do it as humanely and legally as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's just something you've never come across. I mean, like you say about City, um, I haven't been to Birmingham for years because it terrifies me. I hate it. I Nothing against people in Birmingham. I just don't like it. I just couldn't do... I went to London, most distressing moment of my life. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. don't know how they do it.
0: I, I don't live... I wouldn't say... Well, to to Alison, other people that live in the city, they do say you're in the countryside. But to me, like, I don't feel like I'm in the real, real countryside. But I know that you're when not I go...
1: rural farmland. Not, not, yeah, not, you're no, we've
0: got fields either side of us, but we are more. I was going to say, you're, you're
1: than... a small town, aren't you?
0: Yeah, small little. Yeah. And, um, uh, but when I go, so I know that I quite like living where I live because I can do London for about two days before I think I need to go home and just have a bit of peace and quiet really do you know what I mean and I can do Birmingham for a day and then I'm like, I might need to come home mm. immediately. Yeah.
1: You're, to... you, you're rural enough that your sister can milk cows <laughs> on a Saturday. That, that's
0: true yes. yes so <laughs> so... She, the, me and my sister are complete opposites. My idea of having a nice Saturday is having a nice bath you know to so calm like relaxing. My sister We'll go and milk cows over the weekend <laughs> and comes back covered in cow muck, stinking to yeah. high heaven, and insists on standing in the doorway talking to you while she's got like <laughs> stuff all over her. I'm like, could you just go and get in the shower? I love you dearly, but yeah. go, go, because <laughs> you stink.
1: No, yeah. it's no, it sounds like my idea of hell getting yeah. dirty and smelly in somebody else's waist i have my nails done every two weeks alice
0: i couldn't cope
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah yeah Yeah. i i love the idea of uh horse riding and um i've I've been horse riding a few times i really really enjoy it i have absolutely no interest in the before or after so, element of it like if i want to go around and be like, oh this is nice <laughs> on the horse bouncing up and down bit of exercise on a horse i'd like to get off the horse <laughs> and go and sit and have like a nice fancy coffee somewhere yes i i've no i've no interest in this brushing down of horses and changing no. hay and stuff like that like no. i will never if i ever own a horse. I will be paying somebody to do all of the horse element of it, and I will just do the sitting on them bit.
0: Yes, you can um. go and look pretty on a horse yeah, for exactly. photo opportunities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not very yeah. good on horse. I've got no balance, so I can remember going to. ai am going to tell the story, and my mom laughs her head off every time she tells the story. So when I went to school, we went on a school trip to a donkey sanctuary. I'm laughing already because it's hilarious. Um, because my balance is terrible, like, my balance is terrible, the, they put me on the back of a donkey, which is fine. They wouldn't be able to get me on a donkey now because I'm heavy and it's ridiculous. But, so, I was going up and down on top of the donkey. And the donkey, so when I was going up, the donkey was going down. And when I was going down, the donkey was going up. So we were like... Not working in sync with one another, <laughs> trotting round this hall, and my mom, who'd come to support us on the school trip, was watching me on this donkey. And every time I was to get past her she was like crying with laughter more and more because it was just like you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> And I got to the stage where I was like, I am so cross with you every time I was going faster. But I was like, "The donkey got some speed up by this point. And I was going, I'm so cross with you every time I was going faster. <laughs> just unbelievable. I think like, that's a locked memory.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, uh, that's Lucy's that ad-
1: childhood animal trauma story. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't get on with them very well.
3: It's supposed to be brilliant for um, speech therapy for children with autism. The motion of up and down. Really? Okay. On a horse, yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. I didn't know that.
3: So, apparently so. It was um, school I go to have horses. I used to go to and they do horse therapy for the kids. Mm. But um, I was just going to tell you a funny story about horse, but I don't know. what is your Is your podcast rated for certain people, like age limited?
1: No, I mean, our podcast is full of swearing. And so we oh, okay. assume right. that any... A uh, responsible yeah, adult is going to keep their child well away from
3: it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, because leading up to this, I was like, tone it down, boy, tone it down. <laughs> um, I was at a agricultural fair with my uncle, who's a Welsh farmer, and an older, his friend, a farmer, who's a real old Welsh farmer. And I don't know if you've seen like an agriculture show when they do the, the, the walk round, they show the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Walking around. And next to us were two very stereotypical um, horsey ladies, if you, if I, you know, Jodper's. So and... <laughs> I was <laughs> yeah. having
1: a conversation with my PA only like a week ago about horse women. Uh, she's like, you just, you know, you know, alas, when you see her, and you're like, that that woman likes a horse. You can, just, you can fucking spot them. There's, it's, it's there's, messy fans, some... it's Chiles and it's Jodper's. Yeah. Like, while well, they're in Asda. Certain, like, certain um,
0: brand of Chiles and Jogpurs as well. Like... Yeah
3: that there's two there's right if we can go free there's two types of horse ladies there's them that (laughs) there's them that love the horse and them that love the men (laughs) there's two types uh that yeah there are two types there's there's daddy bought me this horse that i'm on my fifth boyfriend you know (laughs) right and uh and there's the ones that I work in Aldi for a pittance, so I can keep my horse. He's a rescue. I love him to death. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I I don't have jewels, clothing. Oh, no, yeah, to exactly. Put up with secondhand. Yeah, there's them because there's a tragic story at the college I went to. there's a girl who actually ended her life because they bullied her for not having a horse.
1: Blimey! I think
3: yeah. I
1: think that's my my thing about it is that my experience of of horse women who are you know gilets and jodpas, uh, and and hunter wellies, those are. Oh yeah, uh, they are. They are moneyed horse people, and there it's... is a. Is this, there is is a a class thing? There is a, yes. a, a an expectation, and and yeah, I can I can get. Unfortunately, I can absolutely see that. So yeah,
3: just yeah, I, you could tell, you can spot them a off because we used to go to college and we, we were we had agriculture, animal care an equine mm. and you could there wasn't like a hate between all of us but we all kind of like and the mechanics there was like nicknames like the mechanics they would take the macabre and say they they were once they always had greasy hands and dirty hands and then um animal care we were called bunny bashers but it was all like <laughs> you know nobody yeah. did do that to a rabbit it's by like all oh good like, it's, it's like, 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 like good
0: to... for nicknames isn't it rather yeah, than like the name. agriculture
3: lot like you wouldn't yeah. start on them because they all had a knife because they used have <laughs> a knife for like cutting bales and you'd never start on an agrip because you know, there'd be like 15 of them. Yeah. Um, uh, and the equine ones, there was just, there was, yeah, there was two, the, the, there was one we had who was like that and she, um, how do we put this? She wasn't the slimmest bunny and she had a very pair of tight jodhpurs on and decided to do a squat in the middle of the uh, entrance hall and uh Ripped them right in front oh, of a bunch of my oh, 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 yeah, and she just came in and went, "I've just ripped my trousers." Like, <laughs> okay, there goes that's my lunch. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's yeah, let's get
0: out of a a Yeah,
3: but she, yeah, but going back to that story just to finish it off, we we all stand there. If you've got to imagine, there's three of us, a bit rough Welsh farmer, me and go and his two very nice ladies, and his horse goes by, and he's got his um John Thomas hanging out, shall we say.
1: I mean, you 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 can fucking spot it when a horse is, uh, yeah, when a happy. horse is interested. You, you <laughs> yeah. fucking well know about it, don't
0: you? Horse happy.
3: Yeah, so he horse walks by like that, and uh, the bloke's leading him, and my uncle goes, "I tell you what, boss, you want to give him a tap, put it out of He said, and the old boy turns around in the most Welsh accent, goes, "If I had one that big, I'd hang him out." <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, the two ladies. We didn't have a camera, but you wish you had a camera. If that makes sense. <laughs> the reaction was like, "You can't say that." <laughs> oh, we can. Ashley, yeah, that
0: you've is. talked a lot about your love of animals and things like that. Do you find that working with animals helps with your, you know, with certain aspects of your autism? To you know, to to help you manage your, what's the word I'm looking for? Can you tell me uh, done this for a uh, while?
3: <laughs> yeah yeah it uh, it was yeah um animals don't answer back animals no. don't judge i just just like uh, i like animals but at the same time animals are always on the front of my mind like i mean you see that fitzpatrick uh yeah. sometimes you've got a dog and it's like he's got two legs and he's on wheels and it's like is that dog really happy is that really animal welfare you see some people with these pets and you just think are you keeping it alive for the animals welfare or yours mm-hmm. like i i've had to put animals down and it's not nice but it's necessary it's part of the job
0: mm-hmm. and i
3: don't think they teach that enough
0: i think that's what we were talking about Apology. earlier wasn't it alice you know it's, the natural world can be a very brutal place and sometimes you know being a pet owner or how you know working alongside animals you do have to make very difficult decisions yeah you know no matter how much that love that pet or that animal that you're looking after is it it
1: can be. I have said before, um I you know I've worked I worked in nursing homes and care homes mm-hmm. for four years. Um and I think that we are kinder to our pets than we are to our elderly and sick. Because yeah. I yeah I certainly would not wish to be in a position with a condition like dementia where i no longer know who my family is mm-hmm. and i become incredibly distressed when a a care worker who feels like a stranger to me has to help me with my personal care Yes. Yeah. i would i would find that to know that I was in that position. I would never want to have, be in that position and were I able to do anything to prevent myself from being in that position and seeing the pain. Cause that's the thing, I, I my granddad had dementia and one of the worst, my nan went to visit him once when he was in the nursing home with it mm-hmm. because when she left, she said "That that's not my husband anymore. No. And it was heartbreaking for her because he basically died twice. Yeah, because yeah. he stopped being the person he was. Totally. And then also, and she couldn't bring herself to see him, mm. and so didn't see him for the last year of his life. And then had to bury him. And it's it's heartbreaking. And I think yeah. in a lot of ways we're kinder to our pets than we are to our elderly people because we give our pets the opportunity to go before they're in a position where they have no quality of life wow that's a big topic isn't it yeah wow that's that's (laughs) a subject for another eh? (laughs) day i I brung that down didn't i i wasn't (laughs) expecting that one (laughs) um but i think um i do think going back to what you were saying lucy about the kind of support and therapy that people get from animals Mm. um again i've said this before about when i first got lola get having a guide dog changed my life not because it enabled me physically to go out safely but because having that dog by my side all the time changed my let changed how I felt about myself I felt like I had a creature that needed me and wanted me around and what you know she's a she's it's a labrador so of course she loves everybody but she adores me and that that companionship that relationship that affect you know reciprocated affection really really changed my feelings about myself and made Mm. me feel better and like i wanted to be in the world more i
0: think as well we we talk a lot about how guide dogs are sort of you know, integral to, to somebody's life, you know, to help them be independent. But I do think it's a two way street, isn't it? It's it's you needing them and them wanting and needing you too. It's that, you know, it's to, to a certain extent, it is a, it is a, it is a two way street, isn't it? Mm, Yeah. And like you say, uh, Dora, I've never met Lola. I don't think I know. I haven't, um, no, I don't think you have. Dora is such a lovely dog. He, I mean, it gets to the stage where when I see you, Dora sees me and she's like, "Oh, it's Lucy!" Like this, and I go, "Hi, Dora," because I forget she's a guide dog, and she's like, <laughs> "Yeah, let's let's go and sit with Lucy for a bit." Um, and she's such a lovely dog, but and you can you can just tell that she likes being with you and spending and helping you she i think she gets a lot from it
1: and and you could do lola was um a little bit more uh what's the word i'm looking for aloof i mean <laughs> i was to say ignorant lola oh. was uh, <laughs> lola was very keen to be like like lola likes everybody she would have been like excited to see everyone mm. um but dora is dora's very conscious of me Yes. So, you know, even when I'm in the office, if I get up, like if I've been sat at my desk at work for two hours and I get up to go to Lou, loo, she is like, what's up? Where are we going? And I don't mm-hmm. need her to guide me to the toilet because I can make my no, way where around the is. office independently. Yeah. But she she is, you know, what's up? What's going on? And like come and and is watching me and is conscious of what I'm doing and, um, you know, is... I always looks over to you know even if I'm um, we were locking up the office me my PA and Dora the other day and uh, we were standing outside and um, I was just chatting to my PA and Dora was you could just see she was just she was looking look around and she she's looking up at me and it takes a little while to lock the office up and she was she was just every now and then just checking like everything all right you don't need me for anything I'm no, I'm here just I'm, gonna I'm gonna having a look around I'm me. also also just kind of <laughs> looking looking up to see what I'm doing yeah. And and I think there's probably a similar relationship in a lot of ways with some of the animals that you were caring for at the zoo, Ashley. Is that kind of...
3: Yeah. Um, it,
1: <clears throat> they need you, don't they?
3: Yeah, sorry, the dementia thing. A bit close to home, that's all right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's just, I know what you mean. I Yeah. There's a lot of things that... Uh, if a dog was like that, they'd lock you up. But a human, mm. they... Uh, yeah that's an area that needs to be addressed in um that's an awful disease as well uh on to half news yes i think as well with the animals this is a strange example but like there was the animal doesn't want anything from you it's love Mm -hmm. it's not like somebody's using you like for your money the dog don't care Mm -hmm. if you're poor or rich just that's my friend does that make sense yeah. they don't have an ulterior motor. well maybe mine does when i've got chocolate but <laughs> uh, i don't feed him chocolate to all the vets listening oh no um yeah we're we're really yeah. big
1: in the vet community
3: <laughs> the problem is i'm i've offended two people this week already and i don't want to make a run of it no, <laughs> no yeah
1: make uh, it a hat trick. I don't, I
3: don't <laughs> ruin, your podcast is great i don't want to see you like cancelled.
1: <laughs> fingers crossed i, I miss- was gonna I say I, miss- I, miss- I feel like
3: <laughs> i feel
1: like if news. we're uh we're we're cancelled it will not be for something i guess say i think it will be entirely our own fault <laughs> yeah probably
0: oops didn't <laughs> said that
1: yeah.
3: Um, yeah um yeah i mean uh a lot of the moments as well aren't planned like maybe you have this weird dog like just be a random moment they'll come up and put the head, like you know give you a cuddle like with the animals the one day we were it was the height of summer, so we were like mental that, that the people coming through the park was just mad mm-hmm. and I used to do all the talks and speeches, so every half an hour I did a talk on a certain animal, and that was like 10 fifteen minutes, and then people you know asked questions and then it was only a little park, but by the time you you couldn't get back to your, the area where we used to eat was at one end of the park so when i did like a Lima talk i had to come from one end of the park to the other but you'd always have somebody wanting to um excuse me sir what's this and that and i and you yeah. would you would have no time for lunch because that i think in a year i lost five or six stone jeez yeah. wow
0: become a zookeeper yeah. everybody
3: <laughs> yeah it is yeah literally <laughs> oh, join yeah go to dudley with all the steps you <laughs> yes. as slim as a yeah um yeah just lost so much weight and uh but yeah what was i going back to... anyway long time very tired and i went in with the wallabies and i just sat down with a cup of tea and i had a pack of um is it party rings that are they, like colored yeah,
2: yeah yeah yeah
3: just put me party rings down cup of tea and i must have fell asleep just, like, just fell asleep and i woke up and there's a wallaby drinking my tea <laughs> it's one of those moments where it's like i should that's my tea but I'm not hungry <laughs> it's fine and it's just peaceful and um it was just just it gave you that tiny little bit of energy that keeps you going if that makes sense yeah like, yeah. yeah
0: yeah but it's, um we have I have two bulldogs that live with me they're not my bulldogs they're my sister's bulldogs but they live they're living with us at the moment they will be going back to live with my sister eventually but they live with us at the moment and bertie and peanut they are not assistance dogs they will be the worst assistance dogs in the world (laughs) but when i am feeling like the last few weeks i have been really suffering with pain and stuff and being able to sit up for long periods of time and and when i am it gets it gets to you mentally you just think to yourself like this is it now this is just me now forever and it is isn't. But on bad days you start to think oh this is awful but when I am feeling particularly low and particularly sad, there's lots of other things going on. Particularly low and particularly sad about life in general. Like Bertie will come and he'll like jump on the bed and he'll come and sit with me and he'll lie, he'll like snoring his head off, stinking my bed out. But he'll, because he you know, like I, I swear they know when something isn't right and you're not yeah. feeling happy, and they're just lovely little dogs. I mean, very noisy. <laughs> Bertie came up this, what twenty minutes before we were due to do a podcast. He'd Come upstairs, and I was like, "No, you're not sitting there because it will just bark and make a noise, you know." And he likes to, you know, warn anybody off who's walking past the end of the drive in a hat because they're a threat. <laughs> that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And you just think, but that you know, when you are feeling really sad, they are like little pockets of joy, and this is the way they just look at you. It's just, they're always so pleased to see you, aren't they? I think animals,
3: they're yeah, always like, um, oh, it's you. Yeah. It, it's kind of like, a, oh, what, what is it when you're happy? Um, It's the, the chemical. Oh,
1: um, serotonin.
3: Yeah. It's like you've had a shot of that. Like, yeah. um, only mm. c- compare it to being like a little kid at Christmas. Like, yes. ah! and yeah. And then you're, you're rubbish and the dog just comes and you just give him a, oh, you do it. And it's almost like, I think this it's true because i've been uh, down and a bit depressed anyone who's depressed if somebody else needs help you instantly find energy it's weird mm-hmm. i don't know if either of you two have been a little down yeah. or yeah, yeah. it's yeah. weird yourself you're just sitting there in self-pity and then this dog goes oh, should we go for a walk and you're like yes <laughs> i will i'm going to walk the dog and it could yeah. just be that between yeah yeah, yeah. you know there's the, there's a cab at the farm i mean she'll always come over to me and say hello and uh always say hello back and it's just very strange like out of nowhere she just comes and says hello and it's just very like how are you girl how are you today so i want to talk to you You probably think i'm as nutty as a fruitcake but talking to a cow but um no
0: i don't think i don't think it matters what animal it is i think
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say yeah it could be
3: anything yeah the amount of times i've been talking to odd things i've talked to trees before now and then kind of like you you just you just lose yourself which is great um
1: and i think people have like their own people have different sort of affinities for different animals like i i absolutely know people who are not dog people at all like and you know those those horsey women like that's that's their animal that's their you know when they're feeling down they go and brush down the horse and go for a ride Mm. because for them that that bond is there with you know their horse yeah Yeah, i I have it with my labradors
3: the true ones do the 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 other type of horse. You go for a bottle of champagne.
1: <laughs>
3: but uh, um, no.
1: yeah, it's uh, I think I do think we're we're very fortunate that we've been able to kind of as as a species build ourselves into a position where we can have relationships with other animals. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah, it's yeah. nice for us. So
3: yeah, because a lot of the animals like you do build you. Like, I've got some parrots and they'll go, certain birds I've got, I know how long I can leave a door open for. Now people go, <gasps> oh. but like, other people wouldn't, like, I know this one won't fly out. Whereas I know this one, I give it mm. one minute, or like a second, he's like, doors open, cheerio, mm. <laughs> Bye. You can, you, yeah, yeah, you know your own animals where I couldn't get someone else to go, you know that one? Yeah, You, you keep the door shut. Like, it just...
1: My my brother-in-law used to keep snakes he had yeah. little i i never went into the room that he had no, the snakes because you don't like we've
0: established you don't like snakes <laughs>
1: yeah. not for me thanks no. um but he he knew his snakes he knew their personalities and i was yeah. like i mean yeah. are they not just reptiles and they're just like heat lamp and then yeah. hibernate and yeah, then definitely. heat lamp and yeah, then hibernate other... but he's like no you know they they are this one is like likes being handled and this one doesn't this yeah. one you know they, he, we do develop relationships with animals. And I do think animals do have personalities. I think anybody who says otherwise has never spent any time with an animal. Yeah. I,
0: um, the... I, I watch a uh, documentary about the Tower of London. Cause of course I do. Have I told you a lot like history? Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I love history. And, uh, join the club. The, they, they speak to the, the, beef eaters at the Tower of London obviously because they they live there and there was this one guy who who looks after the ravens now I don't like birds I told you I don't like birds but he loves them and he will tell you like oh that, that's George and uh, George will do this that and the And it and he's there and he's like completely in tune with these mm. birds and you think that's amazing because he spends mm. all his time with them and he goes I'm just going to give them the dinner and it's a rat or a mouse or something, mm. and he said he said the last episode I watched. He said um, he'll go and bury that now in the corner because he'll save it for later. He likes it when they're not as cold, or like out of the fridge. And sure mm. enough, he went and he's like digging a hole <laughs> to go and bury this mouse for later. I was like, that's incredible. But it's amazing how you know just because uh, an animal that you don't necessarily would necessarily call a pet. For instance, I mean, like a snake is not like a dog, is it? Do you know what I mean? But it's amazing how
1: other people
0: kind of have that. No, uh, that snake is my animal kind of thing. The the animal. I I used to have
1: a support worker when I was at college who had pet rats, and she, her rats used to sit around. They they would fall asleep around the back of her neck like a scarf. And she'd just cover them with her hair and walk around her house with a rat just around her. Because and I, I'm all right with rodents. Like that doesn't that Funny I think you. that's really cute. Um, and like that was that was her, what her and her rat did. That was their like thing. And again, yeah. you're there like, oh, rats. But yeah. that was All what, the people are like, oh.
3: I know. Same with rats. Um, we had rats in the zoo. And when I we used to do an animal like show and tell. And mm. then after the show and tell, like you get up close to the animals, we bring out hedgehogs and uh, snakes and the, the rats. I had to do. We used to do the lemur walk through. I don't uh, know if you've ever walked through like a lemur enclosure at mm-hmm. a zoo. Yeah, yeah. But ours wasn't open permanently. It was certain times. Right. So you had this double gate system, and uh, I'd sit there with a rat on my shoulder, and uh, you know it was just he'd sit and chill, and uh we'd do the doors and then he'd go back to his cage. It was just good. You know, I knew where he was. He wasn't going anywhere.
0: No, yeah, no. Yeah. And yeah. It's, I think it's amazing as well how animals soon get used to humans if you're around them long enough. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, like, it's like you getting used to an animal and the animal getting used to you. It's it's, it's amazing really. Yeah. It doesn't matter what animal it is. If
3: it's no. around a human long you...
0: enough, it goes, oh, I know you.
3: Yeah, if you see people like, um, like breaking in wild horses, that's a yeah. Really magical yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But um, just, it's just like going back to it's just to get on one thing like zookeeping. You know, it isn't what you think it is. Like what they taught us at college, 90% mm-hmm. of it I never yeah. used. Most of it was like, like I said, public, dropping phones yeah. in the otters. Yeah. No, you cannot feed what's <laughs> to the meerkats. Um, <laughs> people, like I said, there was a door system in the, the lemurs. People would grab the door after you'd shut it because there was enough people in the section to then let them in. Yeah. So people yeah. would grab the door and open it and you're like, Who does this?
0: Yeah. The yeah. door
3: is shut for a reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and people just do the craziest things like that. And then the parrot we had was the daughter of the parrot who starred in 101 Dalmatians and Ace Ventura.
2: Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah,
3: she's celebrity. And um <laughs> That thing was so smart. She would like nick people's jewelry and then they complain. And it's like, well, did you hold the parrot? Yeah. Where was it? (laughs) Yeah. Um, People do stupid things like that. And then what was the other one they used to do? Um, Oh, yeah. The wallabies learned this is a true story that if people had a buggy, they could escape because the the gap in the door, the double door system, didn't work for buggies. So as soon as a buggy came, they'd all sit around the door, like, wait for it, wait. Like the penguins. (laughs) I'll go out. And it was brilliant, and they and then because people would freeze and go, oh, and then they yeah. just drove past. Brilliant, and it was yeah. just
1: just like, "Oh, see you later, Ashley." I'm Bye, shop, round, see, see, later. Later. see you later. Yeah, just go
0: for a ride round. See you later.
3: They they were they were funny. They were I love they, I love wallabies. Amazing. But, um, uh, until it was mating season, and we had a school trip in. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and you've got your little little wallaby manhood hanging out and they're like it's got a third leg it's like why are they having piggybacks it's like i'm looking at the teacher like this is your area not mine yeah
1: yeah Yeah. you you this is this everybody's gonna learn about it sometime (laughs) yeah Yeah, it does feel like you should cover that subject before you go to the zoo just in case
3: yeah i had that there was a woman singing a ralph harris song and i said i don't think that's appropriate to you (laughs) (laughs) that's a bit and she went oh yeah now you mention it i thought yeah but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of other weird things. That oh, we had a child using a potty in the middle of the zoo. I know you got to go, but and then he I nearly was... tripped over the child. And, then, and the, My and question
1: didn't... is, is where does one then dispose of what's in the potty? Like, exactly. Have you got to carry that round until you find the toilet? Like,
3: Yeah, because the toilets weren't on site. You had to go out of the park and down a little walkway to the toilet. It was, it was uh, yeah. And then we made a beautiful display of animal skulls and somebody just pushed it to the side to change their baby. I was like, okay. i uh, mean
0: that's just general you just tell it i mean i have worked with the general public long enough to know that this is just normal behavior for the general public really to be honest none of it shocks me (laughs) no
3: one of the most awkward one i the most awkward ones was i had was during a show and someone was breastfeeding now i'm all for baby need food feed it but it's really awkward that you you can't walk around on a show looking at the floor because you're trying to be respectful <laughs> but you can't like look out at the audience do you see my point you're trying to be like could you help me out here and could you have just held on to the end of the show and just do you know what i, I... mean could you have helped me out here i don't <laughs> want to be rude do you yeah, see my point I, it's really suppose... Awkward.
1: I, I suppose my feelings would be that um you know you could just try and look at her face but
3: (laughs) yeah you do try that oh no i wasn't like oh hello (laughs) sharon's caring i didn't mean that what i meant was um yeah it just it was trying to be polite as a young gentleman you're trying to be polite and it just just very awkward and then another one was um a lady said we're just leaving the show where's the toilet so i said and she came back two minutes later and went uh we didn't make it carry on and I'm like, oh, right. Wow. So, yeah. I love
1: the that. Child... No, no further information either. Just we didn't make it. That's yeah, a surprise ca- to be on. Late. And I'm just like,
3: <laughs> great. Needed to know that one, did I?
1: That's great, Ashley. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Ashley. It's yeah, been great yeah. to talk sure.
3: to you. Sorry if I bored everyone, but no, no. no
1: absolutely. No, it been really interesting. I could talk yeah. about animals for days and days <laughs> and days. so Yeah. That's, I saw, I did see a stand up, so recently. Um, she was talking about how long she's been in her relationship she's like i've been with my partner for 15 years and we've got a dog and the best thing about having a dog is it after 15 years it gives us something to talk about still <laughs> yeah
0: yeah exactly
1: and uh, and that is definitely my feelings about animals <laughs> i can just talk about animals for hours um yeah, same. but yes thank um, you just so just, much actually
3: not to put a plug in can, um yeah. if anyone's interested in the project i'm doing it's on facebook uh, it's the onnie meadows wildlife park we're on facebook so if you want to have a look at what we're trying to do on there if you
1: send us the links we'll make sure that it's in the show notes so that people can follow up
3: yep you're Um, amazing
1: yeah we will definitely definitely plug that um great stuff thank you ashley
3: pleasure thank you so much ladies
1: thank you everyone for listening don't forget as i always say that you can find us on social media at labeled pod and that um if you can leave us a review if you enjoyed this episode then um reviews are a really helpful way of helping raise the profile of the show and helping us find new listeners so go off do that tell us how wonderful we are and uh we will see you all next time Bye-bye. Bye bye Thanks for listening to The Labelled Podcast. If you like the show, you can rate, review and subscribe and you can follow us on social media at Labeled Pod. This
0: episode was edited by Adam Hall. Our music
1: was by Maisie Crunden,
0: and we'd like to thank the rest of the team involved.